Is it possible that you could be self-sabotaging your efforts to grow your business? Is it possible that you could be making it so much harder than it needs to be? Well, my friends, if these two questions cause your heart to skip a beat or two, then you'll certainly want to listen to this, the second part of Playing Bigger. Welcome to the Work Less Profit More business podcast for frazzled business owners who would rather become a highly effective CEO running a well-oiled business machine. Hi, I'm Diana Lidstone, business strategist, marketing catalyst, known for my straight talk, no BS, and the simple strategies and mindset shifts that bring my clients more joy, profit, and freedom. So if you're a lawyer, a financial advisor, real estate investor, accountant, or other business owner who feels slightly trapped in the day-to-day of your business, then welcome aboard. In part one, episode 102, I shared my daughter's journey back to health and why I know just a little bit about listening to our inner critic. But today I wanna go a little further. I wanna dive into how you can regain control of itty bitty shitty committee. So how you can get back into the driver's seat of your business bus. But let me first ask you, what are the costs to your business if you continue to let the inner critic drive your business bus? Now, I realize these are difficult costs to calculate, but if you think about it, it's the loss to the world when you don't share your ideas. When you don't share, you don't have impact and probably you don't have the income. The cost is the loss of a bold and brilliant business that never got off the ground. It's the cost of the loss to your clients when your talents go unused. And it's the cost to you when you don't experience that ultimate joy knowing you have magically helped someone else. Now, I had a recent brush with my itty bitty shitty committee, and I know it cost me income and impact, but I also know it cost others because I know without my help, these other business owners are staying stuck. So it's costing them that I didn't play bigger. And I'm pretty darn sure it's the same for you. When you play small, no one wins. You see, last year I attended my very first business retreat. Not one that I was hosting, but in almost nine years, I'd never been on a business retreat. And at that retreat, it reminded me in 2015, I wrote out my business future, which included, drum roll please, taking women on a retreat. That was 2015 and it still hasn't happened. You see, I procrastinated. Not taking that action was caused by listening to, yes, you've guessed it, the inner critic. Because I allowed the inner critic to say things like, I wasn't good enough. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to teach. I didn't, you fill in the blank, for eight freaking years. So please don't let this happen to you. You see, somehow I had forgotten that I was brilliant, that I knew enough. Somehow I had let that inner critic drive the bus. But when I finally listened to my inner wise woman, my inner power, I'm creating joy. I'm creating an amazing, magical mastermind retreat. So how is your inner critic showing up? Because sometimes it shows up in such masterful ways, we can't even identify it. So if you've ever, you know, thought things like, and I'm going to read out these things, then my friend, it could be your inner critic talking to you. 
And I've heard so many of these directly from my clients. If you've ever thought, I hate my employees or I hate my team or there's a certain member of my team, right? That's negativity. Or I can't raise my prices because no one will ever pay that much. Inner critic. Where you wake up in the morning and you roll over and you dread going to work. Well, my friend, you got to kick that inner critic out of that driver's seat. Or maybe you're frustrated that because despite all the hard work, your profit, your impact, whatever it is, isn't where you want it. Or maybe you're thinking, you know, my business just can't survive without me for a day or an unplugged vacation or a sabbatical. It all starts with your inner critic. Or maybe you're thinking my business success is so important that I have to put in these long hours. Or maybe you find yourself frequently second-guessing yourself and you sit in self-doubt. Or maybe you won't be releasing that new program, product, or service or hire that team member until it's perfect. The time is right. I have enough money. I hate to say it, but these are all excuses that the inner critic manufactures around fear. Fear, whether it's of growth, fear of success. And I remember... One of my very first business coaches telling me that I was afraid of success. You see, I let my inner critic drive the bus far too long. Now, I've worked on it, but sometimes it still raises its head. You see, I totally get it. And I wanted to provide you with some questions to raise your awareness about the inner critic. So maybe it raises your awareness to say, "Mm, is the inner critic in the driver's seat or am I in the driver's seat? Now, I've actually created a checklist so you can download this for future reference and the link will be in the show notes. But I really recommend journaling over these questions. So get ready to hit the pause button on the podcast. And here we go. The first one is one of my very favorite questions I ask my private clients over and over again. What are you tolerating? What are you tolerating in your life? What are you tolerating in your business? You see, I was tolerating missing that goal of hosting a retreat. What are you tolerating? Second question, what can you truly let go of? Now, we all have programs, products, or services that are the least profitable or that don't give us joy, don't give us the freedom. And right here now, I'm giving you permission to let go of them. It's okay. I know what it's like. If you go back several episodes, it was an episode entitled, What I Learned from My Husband's Retirement. I talk about the shame and the guilt I felt about letting go of a certain program. Here's another question. What can you double down on? What is creating the most profit and the most joy in your business? Can you double down on it? Maybe you're going to double the price. Maybe you're going to offer it twice as many times. What can you double down on? Here's another one. What am I not taking full responsibility for in my business? I recently read a book that talked about the law of personal responsibility. And I totally believe that whatever is happening in our lives, in our business, it is our total personal responsibility. We get to choose whether we take road to the left or road to the right. So what are you not taking full responsibility for in your business? Question number five, are you being reactive or proactive in your day-to-day business activities? So, you know, it could be business activities, could be life activities. I recently 
put my foot down and sort of became much more proactive in terms of fitness. And I said, okay, I'm going to be proactive in the morning, not having a second cup of coffee, going into my bedroom and doing my 30 minutes of exercise. Or one of the things that I asked my clients to do, be proactive and save the first 30 minutes to an hour of each and every day for your CEO date with yourself. And if you want to know what's included in the CEO date, simply go to my website, dianalidstone.com. And there is a tab called gifts. And there's a checklist there for you. Okay. Question number six, are you overthinking the situation? Oof. Am I overthinking? Am I feeling fear, shame, guilt? And instead of overthinking, what does the data actually tell me? What is the proof out there? Number seven. Ooh, I really like this. Am I or are you focusing on what you truly want from your business or your life versus what you don't want? And I want to share a little story here that my sister recently sold her veterinarian clinic. She is four years younger than I am. So get out your calculator. And she wanted to sell her business because it was just draining her energy. She had no time for life. She had no time for her husband, etc. Now, it took six months or more to negotiate this deal. And as the deal was coming to a close, she was so negative about things because she goes, but it's going to be stressful. You know, there's going to be changes. And instead of focusing on what she truly wants, she wants her life back. Okay. Never mind the fact that she's going to put a boatload of money in the bank account. Anyway, are you focusing on what you truly want versus what you don't want? And the last one here is, are you watching your language for hints of the inner critic? And I talked about this probably back in 2015. And here's a couple of ways that the inner critic shows up in your language. So listen to this phrase. This makes me, and then you fill in the blank. So it might be, oh, it's so cloudy today. It makes me sad. That's the inner critic talking. Or... When people don't do what they say, this makes me really frustrated, right? That's your inner critic talking. Here's a couple of words to watch for. Hope. Oof. You hope to lose weight. You hope to get more clients. You hope to achieve your goals. You hope, hope, hope. Hope and pray are not a strategy for business success. And it means, my friends, you're not taking personal responsibility. Here's another word. Try. Now, Yoda said in Star Wars, do or do not. There is no try. And I strongly believe this. Another word, if. If I can finish my work early, we'll go out to dinner. Well, this implies that the results are actually out of your control, but they are in your control. Should. Eh, I should read more. I should lose weight. I should charge more. There's no urgency in that. It's kind of like try, hope, pray, throw spaghetti at the wall. So truly watch your language for hints of the inner critic. If you're a frazzled business owner, but would rather be a highly effective CEO with a well-oiled business machine, then my friends, I have a resource for you. I invite you to go and book a growth strategy session at www.dianalidstone.com slash apply. www.dianalidstone.com slash apply. I'd be so honored to be your guy. Okay, my friends, did you stop the recording? 
and use those questions as journal prompts, it would be really good for your business if you did. And by the way, don't forget to download the checklist. Now, as I want to sum this up and bring this to a conclusion, I want to leave you with an exercise that can easily help you shift from overwhelmed to back in control of your business and that can help quiet your inner critic. Are you ready? Four simple steps. You won't believe how easy it is and how well it works. And here we go. Step number one, stop and take a deep breath or two. That's right. Breathing and stopping can help shift. Number two is mentally take a step back. Now, there might be situations where you actually have to take a physical step back, but mentally take a step back from the situation. Number three, ask yourself, what can I do right now to take back control? This is about getting into action. And number four, what are the long-term repercussions of my actions? So here they are again. Stop and take a deep breath or two. Mentally take a step back. Three, ask yourself, what can I do right now to take back control? And number four, what are the long-term repercussions of my actions? There you have it, my friends. Thanks for listening to the Work Less, Profit More Business Podcast, where weekly you'll get strategies to help you build a well-oiled business machine using my Grow Equation framework. Until next week, remember, you can do this. You can become a highly effective CEO running a well-oiled business machine. Bye for now.